I'm Addie Lowen. Here's your Steinbeck Online Daily News for Monday, March 22nd. So coming up, you're going to hear the story of a health care worker whose life was nearly claimed by COVID-19, and he is returning to his profession today, five months after contracting the deadly virus. Reporter Connor Gerbrandt will have that story for us. Let's begin with this story. The city of Steinbeck has decided to pull out of the Storm Ready program. Steinbeck became the first Storm Ready community back in 2010. The program was first started in Oklahoma and uses volunteer storm spotters to watch for severe weather indicators. Emergency Coordinator Cal Taves says it was a difficult decision to discontinue Steinbeck's association with Storm Ready. With technology over the last 10 years, when this program started in Steinbeck, everyone's got a cell phone. There's a dozen weather apps. There's notification apps. Social media, it's basically made everyone a storm spotter. And the speed at which we get information, the decision was made that uh, we would stop the program based on that. Taves thanks former Stomach Emergency Coordinator Dennis Vassert for the hard work he put into the program that filled a need here in Steinbeck for the last 10 years. He also thanks all of the volunteer storm spotters. And a local realtor says the housing market in Steinbeck right now is both brisk and stable. With more, here's reporter Shannon Duick. Waldo Newsader with Century 21 refers to it as very interesting times for housing in the city of Steinbeck. One thing that we're very fortunate about in Steinbeck is, is the market robust? Yes, it is. Do we have enough uh, listings to supply the demand? No, we don't. Um, Are people getting more for their house today when they're selling it, listing and selling it, than they did a year ago? Absolutely. Newsader says, though you may hear of bidding wars in Winnipeg, where 20 people are bidding on the same home, that sort of thing does not happen in Steinbeck. He notes that is probably because of the ethical standard in Steinbeck where homes are priced at real market value. Meanwhile, Eddie Knoll with Royal LePage agrees that the housing market is strong currently in Steinbeck, but he notes the market is currently lacking in one area. If anything that we're missing is maybe in the lower price ranges where starter homes would be more beneficial in the $200,000-$250,000 price range. New homes are ranging the three to four hundred and up, and, and those are more like secondary homes, not necessarily starter homes. With the low interest rates and population growth, Noel says he does not anticipate this hot trend in Steinbeck to end anytime soon. I'm Shannon Duick. And two friends from Steinbeck have been teaming up to help clean up the city. Maria Wall and Marissa Petker-Milner were out again over the weekend cleaning up trash. Marissa explains why the two are doing it. Making Steinbeck beautiful again since old man winter had some dirty secrets from us and uh, just trying to enjoy nature and save planet more or less. Maria adds, there is a simple way to make sure your garbage does not end up blowing down the street or scattering all over town. Well, maybe just keeping it nicely tied in a bag if you're putting your garbage to the road or whatever. And if something does get away, then please go pick it up because I found some nasty stuff. The girls add, all you need to do is get a pair of gloves, some trash bags, and a garbage picker-upper that can be found at any dollar store. And the body of the ATV rider who fell through the ice last week along the Winnipeg River has been recovered. Last week, Thursday morning, Powerview RCMP, along with a volunteer firefighter, attempted to rescue a man in the arm of Alexander after his ATV fell through the ice. While attempting to reach the male who was hanging onto the ice, the man began to struggle and the water went under and did not resurface. The 42-year-old from the arm of Alexander was presumed drowned. Police now say that on Saturday, the Hatterian Emergency Aquatic Response Team, along with family members, attended to the Winnipeg River and retrieved the body. 
The RCMP worked in close partnership with this response team and would like to thank them for their commitment. Three individuals from the southeast face assault charges following a pair of incidents over the weekend. The first one happened Friday at about 5.30 in the afternoon. Steinbeck RCMP report an 18-year-old male from the brokery faces charges of assault with weapon, uttering threats, possession of a weapon, and failing to comply with release conditions following an incident that occurred in La Brokery. Then Saturday night at around 7.30, there was an incident of domestic assault in Steinbeck. As a result, both a 44-year-old male and a 30-year-old female face charges of assault. No additional information has been provided. And the Manitoba government is launching an online public engagement for Phase 2 of the Perimeter Safety Review. With more, here's reporter Shannon Duick. Infrastructure Minister Ron Schuler announced Monday that this will include the north section of the Perimeter Highway from Portage Avenue to Fermore Avenue. The safer we make the Perimeter Highway, the less safe uncontrolled intersections become. And by uncontrolled intersections, we mean basically mud roads, that lead onto a high-traffic corridor, the Perimeter Highway. We believe the North Perimeter Safety Review will address these issues. Schuler says Phase 2 of the Perimeter Safety Review proposes closing all non-signal median openings and stop sign-controlled access points, limiting the North Perimeter Highway to intersections that are signaled appropriately or have interchanges. He notes closing non-signaled access points would greatly improve safety by eliminating unprotected cross-traffic and unprotected left and right turning vehicles and would be safe for traffic entering or leaving the roadway by limited access to interchange and non-signaled intersection locations. The online public engagement will close April 10th. I'm Shannon Duick. And Manitoba's police chiefs say officers need to be vaccinated against COVID-19 due to the nature of their work. Giving the examples of officers needing to perform CPR to COVID-19 positive people, St. Anne Police Chief Mark Robichaux is the president of the Manitoba Association of Chiefs of Police. He says police officers need to be immediately prioritized under the provincial COVID-19 immunization plan. Robichaux says the fear of contracting COVID-19 is real for police officers as they're work regularly brings them into confined spaces and close contact with a number of people. He notes they do not have the opportunity to socially distance during these interactions, and on every shift, frontline officers face significant risk of exposure to COVID-19. And with that, let's get to today's COVID-19 case count numbers. As public health officials confirmed this morning, there are 66 new cases of the virus in our province. Of those, four are in Southern Health, including two in Taché and one in the Niverville Richard District. As well, another Manitoban with COVID-19 has died. The man in his 50s lived in the Winnipeg Health region. And today, eligibility to be immunized at a super site or pop-up clinic has been expanded to include individuals aged 65 or older, as well as First Nations people aged 45 or older. And finally, a healthcare worker whose life was nearly claimed by COVID-19 is returning to his profession today, five months after contracting the deadly virus. Connor Gerbrandt has the story. For Lester Cavis, resuming his job at Bethesda Place in Steinbach is a symbol of a victory that almost didn't happen. Every symptoms of COVID is with me. I have vomiting, I have diarrhea, I was coughing, I have fever. Developing severe symptoms of the virus on November 4th and quickly deteriorating from there, Cavis was transported to the emergency room where he slipped into a coma for nine days. 
His wife Christy vividly remembers those horrible moments. It's very traumatic, actually, to suddenly you see your husband lying on the bed, intubated, unconscious. You don't know if he will survive. Kavis and his wife, who also works in the medical field, have both been off work since he first tested positive. Both of them are grateful to be resuming their former workloads, but well aware that the emotional trauma of recent events could be with them for life. I'm Connor Gerbrandt. And you can find details on these stories and more, including interviews, photos, and videos on StabbackOnline.com. I'm Addie Lowen.